Hey guys, it's Chris. Thank you so much for joining me on The Fort today. Earlier this week, we released our 2020 annual letter, and today we're just going to read and create an audio file for that. If you'd like a written version of this letter, please go to our show notes to download a copy. So without further ado, our 2020 annual letter. A year for the record books. 2020 will be a year we'll never forget. While there has been a lot of pain and suffering caused by the COVID-19 pandemic, there have been bright spots along the way too. What may be most exciting is what's to come. America works because of our resiliency and pursuit of greatness. As we begin to distribute a vaccine, I think we will see the biggest explosion of human demand and potential that we've ever experienced. What has transpired over the last nine months at Fort Capital since COVID hit has also held some of our best moments. As we sit today, we are exponentially a better company than we were pre-COVID. We are closer as a team, more focused, and have worked to create processes, technologies, and systems that will serve as a rock-solid foundation moving forward. I could not be prouder of the way our team has handled themselves and how we've continued to execute in the face of adversity. In 2020, we acquired 815,323 square feet of new assets and sold a 600,000 square foot portfolio of Class B industrial assets. We raised $20.5 million in new capital. We started a property management company, brought in five new employees, bringing our total to 20 and built our own proprietary operating system. I wanna reiterate how unbelievably proud I am of the team and the culture we've built. Without this team, there would be no Fort Capital. Our core values require our team to be resilient, agile, accountable, and driven. If you're looking for someone at Fort Capital that doesn't embody those values, good luck because you won't find them. What you will find are people that encourage each other, trust each other, are kind to one another, are curious and obsessive learners, and at the end of the day, leave it all on the field day in and day out. Remaining focused in 2020. Before I dive into details, our business is fairly simple. We aim to acquire prime real estate, operate with excellence, and deliver exceptional returns to all stakeholders. We know that if we continue to accomplish this, good things will continue to happen. At our year-end retreat in 2019, we focused on understanding Fort Capital's flywheel. If you haven't read Jim Collins' book, Good to Great, I can't recommend it enough. He developed the concept of the flywheel. This approach to goal setting has been successfully utilized by companies including Google and Amazon. To get an insight into how we think about our business, check this out. Our flywheel looks something like this. As we buy more real estate, we're able to market and promote our strong track record and credibility, which helps us attract and hire more top-tier talent, which allows us to operate our assets more efficiently, which allows us to provide a better experience and higher returns to Fort Capital, our employees, our stakeholders, and investors. This also strengthens our relationships and reputation with capital partners, investors, and brokers, and all the above. And when we do that, we get better economies of scale. And as we have better economies of scale, we're at back at the top of the flywheel where we can buy more real estate. This is all centered around a mission to be the best real estate operator in the world. In a year that brought challenges no one could have ever anticipated, we remained focused on our mission to be the best real estate operator in the world. We refused to be distracted, which is a huge reason why we were able to add even more momentum to our flywheel during a global pandemic. 
Last year, Jason Baxter, our COO and my partner, came to me with the idea to implement something into our culture that would create accountability across the entire team for the financial health of our company. We knew that things were good, but we also knew that wouldn't last forever. It takes discipline to start cutting costs and controlling overhead management when things keep moving up and to the right. So we started a program that has now become ingrained in our culture called CORE, C-O-R, which is an acronym for cost reduction, overhead management, and revenue generation. Everyone on our team is responsible for CORE, and when everyone feels accountable, a new company is born. This year alone, our team identified $1,008,853 in cost savings. We infused this owner's mentality when times were good and our market was up. We knew things weren't going to be great forever, but setting up a process like this when things were good made it a lot easier when things got more challenging this year. To learn more about how we implement CORE into our culture and made it second nature to our team, you can listen to us talk about it on episode 65 of this podcast, a focus on Class B industrial. In 2015, after years of being a jack-of-all-trades, master of none, we decided we needed to find a scalable strategy that we were deeply convicted in and could build a team around to execute. We listened to mentors and peers in the industry, and they echoed that to really build a great business, we had to focus. I spent the majority of that year looking at the world and trying to find where we could plant our flag. We settled on buying vintage Class B industrial properties around Texas. As we sit here today, it seems more obvious why we buy industrial, but in late 2015, it wasn't. I am proud of the conviction we've shown. I'm proud of the focus we've kept, and I'm proud of our ability to block out the noise. Here are the reasons why we are focused on buying and operating Class B industrial. Number one, the rise in e-commerce is driving industrial demand. For every billion-dollar increase in online sales, there's a 1.25 million square foot need of industrial space. That was sourced from CBRE. Number two, the asset class offers true last mile locations. These buildings, by nature of when they were built in the late 60s to the 90s, are located in mature areas that offer close rooftops and necessary infrastructure needed to move and store goods. Number three, Class B is a depleting and irreplaceable asset class. Due to the cost and location, these assets are sought after often for redevelopments or repurposed. It's also hard to find land in the center of the city that can occupy industrial, and it's also hard to find land that, even if it had the size, is priced accordingly. And even if you could find the land, it's almost impossible to build these at a cost that makes sense, because after all, the tenants in these buildings are not looking to pay more in rent just for something nicer, most often. Number four, there's a growing tenant demand. In expanding cities, a lot of the contractors, engineers, vendors, suppliers to grow a city occupy our buildings. On top of that, you're seeing this new generation of e-commerce businesses entering the space. And so you have this growing tenant demand and this depleting asset class. It bodes well for investors. Number five, no signaling creates a sticky tenant base. Class B tenants tend to expand within the asset class rather than leave it. As you've heard me say before, if you live in a Class B apartment and you get a raise or you make some money, you might often see folks move to buy a house or move into a Class A apartment. In a Class B office situation where maybe you started a business that's thriving and doing well, you move out of a Class B office into a Class A office building, 
to provide a better place for your customers and your employees. But in Class B industrial, if your business does better, there is no need to move to a Class A industrial facility unless it's a function of your business. So what you find is tenants that are sticky to the asset class that actually expand within it as they become more successful. Number six, Class B deal sizes mean less competition. Individual deal sizes fly under the institutional buying radar on a per deal basis, but are often too big for the smaller real estate investors, so it's less competition. Number seven, CapEx and tenant improvements are predictable and relatively cheap. The largest CapEx risks on these assets are the roof and foundation, but replacement is very predictable. Exterior improvements are minimal, paint and landscaping, and tenant improvements are also relatively affordable. Small office spaces requiring new paint and carpet. As I always say, the CEO in these businesses doesn't need a platinum toilet. Our strategies for creating value across our investments include acquiring off-market deals. Fort Capital does not participate in auctions or bid processes. Instead, we focus our energy on cold calling owners of real estate and creating strategic broker relationships that allow us to have a true first look. This ultimately allows Fort Capital to buy assets under market value. If you want to hear more about our broker deal incentive program, please get in touch with us. Number two, Converting mark-to-market rents. Very often, we are buying properties that have tenants paying well below sub-market rents. We increase rents as leases come up for renewal. Number three, leasing up any vacancy. Our best-in-class asset management platform, leasing broker relationships, property management services, and marketing capabilities allow us to lease up vacancies quicker than our competition. Number four, completing CapEx improvements quickly and on budget. Our in-house construction team manages any aesthetic and structural improvements when needed to enhance the appeal of our buildings. Number five, adding credit tenants to rent roll. We actively seek to lease to credit tenants, which lowers risk across the board. Number six, leveraging our scale. Our scale allows us to negotiate better terms with service providers when we're buying materials and supplies at a cheaper cost and work with best-in-class leasing teams. Number seven, identifying opportunities to assemble assets. On an individual basis, our assets fall under the institutional investor radar due to their size. Our team is able to acquire and assemble these deals into a portfolio that is institutional quality, either as a sale or as a recapitalization. Moving on to our track record. To date, we have acquired 26 industrial deals totaling 4.8 million square feet across DFW in Houston. This year, we also demonstrated our ability to aggregate a diversified portfolio to enter a stage disposition. By aggregating, we were able to drive interest from institutional buyers who can pay more because the return they need to make can be less than a private buyer. In October, we closed the sale of an 18-building, 600,000-square-foot Class B portfolio, which has also opened the door for future portfolio sale opportunities. The portfolio is 95% lease at the time of sale. We achieved a 66.73 average levered return and a 2.62x average equity multiple for our investors. If you're interested in investing with us or would like to see our more detailed track record, please reach out to investors at fort-companies.com. Investors, 
Real estate is expensive and requires GPs to raise a lot of capital. At Fort Capital, we have been fortunate to partner with amazing people over the last 16 years. Currently, we have a pool of 235 active investors eager to invest in upcoming deals, 160 which have invested with us to date. In 2020, we raised $20.5 million in capital, and we are tracking to raise $50 million plus in 2021. At Fort Capital, we are obsessive over the experience we provide our investors. While providing exceptional returns is our ultimate goal, the ongoing experience our investors get is a close second. Would you like to know more about what it's like to invest with us? Go to www.fortcapitallp.com, go to contact, and click on I want to invest with Fort to get in touch. FCP Management. In September 2019, as part of our core initiative, We realized in order to create a stronger financial bedrock for the company, we needed more predictable fixed revenue. On top of that, we needed better data and relationships with our tenants. It wasn't hard to come to the conclusion that we needed to start doing our own property management. For years, we had discussed doing this, but we didn't feel like it was time. We wanted to have a portfolio large enough to effectively start the business profitably, but more importantly, with the ability to hire a stellar team. All of these pieces had fallen into place at this time. Once agreed to in September, we set a target to launch the business on April 1st, 2020. In hindsight, what a time to launch a new business, two weeks into a global pandemic. What has transpired since September 2019 is one of the biggest wins we've achieved in company history. Number one, we have a team of six extremely talented people running the property management arm of Fort Capital, also known as FCP Management. We are now operating profitably a property management business with 3.65 million square feet under management, providing service to 278 tenants. Number three, investors and allocators of capital are beginning to gravitate towards a vertically integrated GP, and that is exactly what we have become. Number four, we have also brought on our first two third-party clients to help manage their industrial portfolios, approximately 1.9 million square feet. We will continue to selectively work with other owners to provide them with first-class property management services. For property management inquiries, please contact Steve Bailey at sbailey at fort-companies.com. A technology-first mindset. At Fort Capital, we aren't just early adopters of technology. We are creating those technologies. When we couldn't find a product in the marketplace that would answer our data and operating needs, we started to build our own proprietary operating system. Companies that are rooted in technology gain compounding momentum, which is an advantage that is hard for others to catch up with. It takes time to infuse technology into a company culture, which makes it hard for companies to catch up once they are behind. Technology is embedded in our culture, ensuring we will remain on the leading edge. Fort Operating System, also known as FOS, is the operating system slash dashboard in which all internal business is conducted at Fort Capital. We do not utilize email internally. We communicate and track all projects, documents, notes, and more within the FOS platform. All of our processes, checklists, and dashboards have been digitized and are housed within this application. The system is powered by Google and is designed to take advantage of machine learning and blockchain technology. Here's what FOS does for our company. Number one, it integrates all of our software systems and data sources into a single platform. Over 162 million records are stored in our data warehouse and contributed to our comprehensive view of our business and markets. Number two, 
It combines our business's internal data with publicly available data, which is accessible in real time by our team via 42 dashboards that bring our company's data front and center. Number three, it automates data collection, a traditionally manual process by evaluating a massive amount of information simultaneously. FOS is capable of completing up to 60,000 data pipeline operations per day. Number four, it standardizes our processes through detailed checklists and automated reminders to ensure the highest level of accountability when inspecting a property, onboarding a tenant, identifying cost savings, and more. This ensures extreme accountability across our entire team. Just a few of the advantages of FOS include, number one, allowing us to move faster and make smarter decisions since all data points can be reviewed and considered within a single view. Number two, increasing our accuracy since data collection is automated and not done manually. Number three, driving best practice monitoring, analytics, valuation, and reporting since all information is available in real time. Number four, ability to identify opportunities to optimize the performance of an asset by comparing it to other properties in our portfolio and within that market. One of the most powerful ways we're leveraging FOS is to pinpoint assets of value based on historical data and machine learnings, which is leading us to top investment opportunities. Our system is able to automatically comb through property data, ownership records, entity structures, market data, demographic data, and more. This year, we analyzed 13,000 industrial properties for potential acquisition in the DFW region alone. When cross-referenced against our investment criteria, we were able to reliably identify 1.1 billion of highly qualified industrial investment opportunities contained within 200 buildings in DFW. This data analysis is scalable to future markets we expand into as well. 2021 Outlook. COVID-19 has been, in many ways, the great accelerator of trends that were already happening. For the context of this letter, I'll talk about the trends that have impacted our business. Number one, industrial real estate is having its day in the sun. Industrial real estate, for all the reasons mentioned earlier, has a lot of room to run. We really saw attention in Class B industrial start picking up in early 2018. As an analogy to baseball, if going into COVID, we were in the fourth or fifth inning of this bull run, COVID likely set us back to the second inning. There is room to run. Number two, it is great to be in Texas. I recently read a survey that we are the second most hated state in the U.S. That leaves me with one question. What do we have to do to be number one? Texas has averaged 400,000 people moving here annually over the last decade. Recent studies predict we could see that number accelerate to a million a year for the coming decade. Number three, capital markets, equity, and debt are stronger than ever for industrial real estate. We've seen these markets recover quicker than any asset class other than multifamily. Interest rates have continued to decline, which is ultimately a net positive for real estate owners. As we head into 2021, we look to continue growing our market share of owning Class B industrial assets across Texas's major cities. We are planning to acquire $150 million in new properties, which means we'll need to raise 50 to $60 million from investors. I'm not an economist or a fortune teller, but I am an eternal optimist. I think 2021 will be another phenomenal year for our little niche in the market. Here are some of my thoughts and predictions for next year. We'll see how this shakes out in my 2021 letter. Number one, industrials tailwinds will continue to accelerate. Number two, interest rates will stay low. Number three, 
The incoming administration will not remove the 1031 or raise the capital gains rate to ordinary tax rates. Number four, Texas will continue to see a massive influx of new residents. We have a business-friendly culture, oil and gas, port and border trade, great weather, room to spread out, and the list goes on. All roads lead to Texas as far as I'm concerned. If you're interested, I published a podcast episode recently with Spencer Levy, chairman of Research Americas at CBRE. In this episode, he unloads a dense amount of information on how they see things shaking out in 2021. You can find that in episode 91. A shameless ask. I'm going to be pretty blunt about this ask. If you know of anyone that might have an industrial property to sell, we'd love to meet them. Please get in touch with us at www.fortcapitallp.com backslash connect. Our criteria is as follows. Asset type, class B industrial and class B industrial flex. Deal size, five to 50 million. We can actually do larger if it's a portfolio. Number three, our strategies are core plus and value add properties. The use type is warehouse distribution, light manufacturing, cold storage, or flex. And the locations are all the major cities around Texas, DFW, Houston, Austin, San Antonio, and El Paso. Get in touch. If you know of someone who would like to invest in industrial real estate across Texas, we'd love to connect with them. They can email investors at fort-companies.com or fill out the I want to invest with Fort column on our contact page on our website. Interested in joining our team? There's a link in the show notes for submitting a resume and filling out a two-question survey. To learn more about our team, check out our portfolio or read more about how we think on our website. And lastly, be sure to connect with us on social media to stay in the loop on what we're up to. You can follow me on Twitter at Fort Worth Chris. You can follow the Fort Capital page on LinkedIn. We'd be grateful for you to subscribe to the Fort Podcast or you can go to our website and subscribe to our quarterly newsletter. As 2021 gets underway, our game plan is the same. Stay curious, keep learning, focus on our flywheel, and lift others around us up. If we get a little better each day across our teams and processes, our output will be more than anyone can anticipate. I'm confident in that. Cheers to a new year. All my best, Chris.